ये हो जाएगा Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is my favorite story of the week. I know it's who's there, and we typically like only talking about things that people call in about. But I just had to read this because it's maybe my favorite thing that I've read all week. Mm-hmm. Headline exclusive: Miranda Lambert's new husband, Brendan McLaughlin's ex-fiance, is quote mortified after wedding. So you're reading this, and it's like, how do they know? Is it a source saying that she's mortifying? Like. <laughs> mortified like what's going on and then you get right into it miranda lambert's new husband brandon mclaughlin's ex-fiance jackie bruno is quote mortified after he secretly married the country superstar comma jackie's mom tells us weekly exclusively incredible and then the next line quote jackie just wants to say that he's a lying cheating no good piece <laughs> of garbage carol bruno explains Hell yeah. claiming the new york city police officer had been leading quote a secret double life oh my god i love jackie well, Bru- carol bruno we got a few like kind of exclusive tips from friends who are from staten island because he's from staten island and apparently like everyone knows him and he started <laughs> appearing on or miranda lambert was appearing on like the instagrams of local staten island institutions i'm very honored to be in the presence of so many locals like you know just like the restaurants that everyone goes to like Miranda Lambert was like appearing on their Instagrams like she was going there and so people were very sus about it in the past like few weeks and it turns out do you out think they knew do you think like we need to ask Miles do you think like Staten Island's locals locals knew like oh it's probably Brendan they had an idea no I mean they weren't like oh it's hot cop but like they knew he's definitely like a thing let me take you to my favorite places and then, like, let the river run down the Staten Island Ferry. Like, she's a working girl. He's a hot cop. I love it. It's this de- this relationship is destined to be something very special and sorry, but very short, <laughs> question mark. <laughs> Carol Bruno, if you're listening or if we have Staten Island listeners who know Carol Bruno, tell her to call in 619-WHO-THEM. We'd love an unfiltered piece of commentary. Tell her she's yeah. great. You know, Or just send her, her an edible arrangement, please, on our behalf. <laughs> Is that what they like in Staten Island? I don't know. I just like edible arrangements. Let the river run. Let all the dreamers wake the nation. Come the new What else is going on? Oh, our tour. Our tour. Come see us our next tour. weekend. We may have to like dig into this um, Miranda Lambert thing on our tour. I think we're going to. Our tour continues its first round of Midwestern dates. We begin on February 28th, which is a Thursday in Minneapolis. Then March 1st, Friday in Milwaukee. Then March 2nd, Saturday in Cleveland at the Grog Shop, which is just, I, I like, like that it. name I for like places. It. And then the following weekend, we're in Detroit and Chicago, the 8th and the 9th. So buy tickets, whoweekly.us slash live. We're living your Midwestern um, fantasy over here. We are going to uh, literally just be the, in the Midwest for like three weekends, two weekends in a row. I know. Who doesn't love being in the Midwest in the middle of winter? I do. <laughs> Our tour manager apparently loves it. 
Yeah, he just kept on finding new places for us to go. We love you, Josh. How about uh, somewhere warm? Uh, can we play the Bahamas, Josh? Josh is like, uh, we, no. We did jokingly when we had our first meeting with, this is so stupid, but when we had our first meeting with this tour agent whose like, job is to literally just book tours and he does all the work, um, we jokingly said, like, oh, it'd be so much fun to get a cruise. Can you get us a cruise, Josh? We don't know what his capabilities are. We've never met this guy. Like, and he's like, oh, yeah, I can get you a cruise. You want a cruise? I'll get you a cruise. Cruises are easy. And we were like, whoa. <laughs> and Bob whoa. was like, oh I regret God. asking. <laughs> Do we have cruise. to go on a cruise now? <laughs> um, but speaking of the Midwest, our first comment is about Minneapolis. Here we go. What's up, Who Weekly? This is Emily, your resident Minneapolis correspondent. Just was listening to your episode while you're talking about Lizzo. And yes, we 100% do claim her. Even though she wasn't born here, she ended up working with a lot of artists and local artists in the area. And that's who kind of helped her out with Lizzo bangers and a lot of her um, her early. She also worked with Prince, who is one of our hometown heroes. Rest in peace. And so... We 100% do claim her. We absolutely love her. And we are absolutely devastated because so many people couldn't get tickets to her show. And she also didn't bring a second show. So Lizzo needs to come back. Absolutely love her. Minneapolis claims her. Can't wait for the show, Minneapolis. Good form, Bella Thorne. Wow. Good to know. Lizzo's show sold out Minneapolis. Our show, maybe not sold out Minneapolis. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Lizzo sold out here really quickly. The tickets were, um, friend of the podcast, Kate Nibbs, was saying that like tickets were immediately on StubHub, like double their price. Does not surprise me. I mean, Lizzo, huge. She's also playing at Terminal 5, which no thank you, not yeah, going to no go thanks, there. Yeah, no thanks, not for me. But, Love you, Lizzo, not seeing anyone there. But, you know, Lizzo selling out her quote-unquote hometown that claim her right. and here her other hometown of cool people that have heard of her. I love quote unquote hometown. Hometown should be a very like definitive thing. Hometown. Locals. Okay, next call. I don't know what the overlap is between Who Weekly listeners and 538 podcast listeners, but I'm sure you've got other calls about their cold open on their latest podcast. So I'm just wondering if you agree with their analysis. Is Bernie Sanders the only them of the Democratic Party? nominee candidates so far all right thanks so much good form so the overlap is uh bigger than i expected i'll say that the anecdotal evidence is that we get a lot of tweets saying uh i just heard you on the 538 podcast weird but who knows how many (laughs) maybe that was only like six people but i don't know everyone who heard it was like weird but then like you're the one (laughs) hearing it so like clearly it's not that weird like you listen to both yeah, you listen to both. You are you are in the middle of that Venn diagram, you know, that if, really weird Venn diagram. If a political podcast wants to use our a genius framework to help them figure out the election, then you know what? Who am I to judge? Um, I'm not using that framework to judge the the you know the election, but oh, me either. I'm, Do we think is know. he is he the only them? I think so, right? It's so tough because it's like like Kamala Harris, California them. You know, right, and also like within, if you like pay attention to politics, you see the same names over and over again, so you do know who they are. But like, Kristen Gillibrand, maybe. I mean, I I mean, I think sure. Like until an easy answer, yes, he's the only them because he's done this before, and he nearly was the nominee last time. But I hate talking about politics. (laughs) I hate it. I see you starting to get like mad, but I guess the point is, is just like for their purposes, he's the first like big deal, big name to jump on. That's not somebody who is 
you know, I guess it's like, has this person run from president before or are they famous, right? Like Trump wasn't a who when he jumped on the, I mean, he was a who in many ways, but people had heard of him when he, when he ran. So yeah. that's kind of what I think what they're trying to say. Yeah. Or what so even I, are we trying to say or are they trying to say? I, I don't know. And like why? It's still very funny that what did Nate Silver say whenever he explained he, said, he was like, that's cool. He very <laughs> right? quietly said that's cool. The concept of Who Weekly is that there's a dichotomy in public life between who's and them's. A who is like you hear their name and you're like, who is that? A them is you hear that and you're like, oh, them. Right. So it's the divide between celebrity and not B-less, celebrity. Basically. Yeah, That's fun. Thank Nate Silver. Nate Silver who? Nate Silver, you too. Sorry, Nate. Big ol' who? Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, just had to call in regarding Carol Radswell. So um, her husband actually died of cancer, I think, weeks after JFK Jr. and Carolyn, who she says were their best friends, um, after they died in the plane crash. And when Carol was on Tyler Henry's show, he you know, channeled Carolyn Bissette and was like, I'm getting a reference to an individual who died really tragically, really young, and Carol's like, oh, my God, oh, God, wow. And then he literally describes Carolyn based exactly how she was described in any profile or article written about her ever. And the clip is online, so you have to watch it because Carol's talking head at the end is just too much. And I love that instead of channeling, you know, her deceased husband, he channels her much more well-known and relevant best friend. Also, Jackie stole Aristotle from Lee. Okay, good form, Bella Thorne. Uh Bye. Stole Aristotle. No, I just think it's really funny. Yeah. Also, I love that you're so right. The ghost that appeared uh, on Tyler Harry's, sorry, on Tyler Henry's not at all fake show about ghosts was the ghost to get them better TV ratings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The ghost to get better TV ratings? What is that ghost? The Carolyn Bissett Kennedy ghost, not the her dead ex-husband ghost. Mm-hmm. No one wants to hear from Radzawell. People want to hear from, you know, Carolyn. Um, do we want to play the next call? <laughs> You're like, Lee I'm not call? touching that. Fine. No, I want to. I, I still want to. I still want to talk about Lee Radzawell. Okay. I'm, I'm mostly just obsessed that like Jackie stole Aristotle. Well, from this Lee. next we call really gets into it. Hi guys, uh, long time, first time. You just talked about um, Radzawell's death on the show, and I just wanted to add a little bit more color to that. Um, I love all things in the Kennedy family, and I just think everything's fascinating. She especially was really fascinating. Uh, I think you guys even said she seemed fun, which she definitely was. Um, Just real quick, because I don't want this to be boring, (laughs) their rivalry, Jackie and Lee's, went on ever since they were little because the mother was always pushing them to marry Rich. And eventually when Jackie pretty early on found JFK, he became the president, we thought, oh, my gosh, I'm never going to top that. That's why she went out. And found this prince, Stanislaus Radziwill, whose name had kind of, you know, lost importance at that time, but technically was still a prince. So she was like, well, got it. Um, so she married him, even though he was much older than her and not great looking. But people said he was, like, darkly handsome, which I feel like that means anybody who had, like, money and prestige is handsome. Um, but there's a book out called Jackie, Janet, and Lee that goes into uh, – Jackie, Lee, and their mother Janet's relationship. Um, but another big point of contention was after JFK was assassinated, Jackie remarried Aristotle Onassis, and that was how she was taken care of for the rest of her life. Because, you know, after JFK died, she was like, well, she was quoted as saying, I can't go and marry a plumber. It's not like I can go marry a plumber. Loose, um, I'm loosely remembering that. So she married Aristotle Onassis. The only problem with that is that Lee Radziwill, he's been dating him on and off for years and years and years, and she really loved Aristotle. 
And Aristotle had always been fascinated with her sister, like kind of like, you know, having Lee to have fun with, I guess, and then like fascinated with her sister. So Jackie wound up like kind of stealing him away and marrying him, which honestly I can't, I mean, that's like so heartbreaking. So then she had to like hang around her sister and her former lover. And then when Aristotle died, Jackie got tens of millions of dollars. Um, And really the last thing that I wanted to bring up is, you know, Lee's only son, Anthony, who was married to famous housewife, Carol, he died less than a month after JFK died. And so, you know, the same way Jackie really overshadowed Lee during their lives, even when their sons died so closely together, uh, you know, Jackie's son, JFK Jr., his death yet again kind of sadly overshadowed Anthony's because nobody really noticed when he died less than a month later because people were, were still reeling from him and JFK Jr. and Carolyn Bissett going down in the plane. Um, anyway, the last little tip that I have to mention is something that's, like, truly terrible. When Jackie died, she had – hey, I just called in about Lee Radzewell, and I uh, I just had one last little thing to add in. I was worried that being the message, and it cut me off. I'm like, God, this is so long. I'm so sorry. But uh, the last kind of final insult was when Jackie died, she had a ton of money. And in her will, she specifically said, I – I'm leaving nothing to my sister because I provided enough for her during my lifetime, which kind of means to me, like, she rode my coattails my whole life to, you know, semi-fame and semi-success as much as she could possibly get. And she didn't leave her any money. Can you believe it? I mean, I guess she just, like, left her money to her kids. But horrendous. Anyway. Okay. Uh, thanks. Jeez! Whoa! <laughs> we I found that... the, I found the actual the actual line. It was um, for whom I have great affection because I have already done so during my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like you thought the, that obit was nasty. Their whole life was like insane. I had no idea that that level of competition was um, was shared between their them. mom, Janet. I think Janet, Janet. I'd call her the OG Chris Jenner, but is that even? It's like Chris Who Jenner knows? wishes. <laughs> I know it's like, true. This is like, like. Are you kidding? She wishes. She wants one of them to marry a president. The best they could do is Kanye. <laughs> we don't have that many good options, to be honest. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> Although, like TBD on if whether or not K- Kendall breaks up Bernie Sanders' marriage and like gets with him. I'm sorry. Over like Cory Booker, she's going to Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Yeah, like really hit him with the with a yes. Bernie Sanders, our card, richest, our richest president, who has the who has the most money. Fine, the most. Uh, Beto. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll get that. Fine. Lindsay, we leave for the first leg of our Midwestern tour next week. What are you packing? Oh my God, Everlane only. <laughs> Just my Everlane. We're gonna need our coats this time. It's gonna be cold there. I know I get to wear my Everlane big coat, which I love, which I got com- I got complimented on uh, while seeing Isn't It Romantic. Wow. With my friend Kate was like, great coat. What is great that? Coat. And I was like, Everlane, duh. And she yeah. was like, oh, I should have known. 
<laughs> yeah. She should have known, honestly. She complimented the green. I got the green one. You got the red one. It's also good. You know this by now. Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials. They're great prices, and they want to know what you're paying for and why, so they tell you their real costs. Their clothes look better. They uh, elicit compliments from your friends and strangers. They cost less, and they last longer because they sell directly to you. Their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. And essentials like their Cotton Crew t-shirt, which I also love. I have a ton of those. They're simple, stylish, and made from quality materials. Right now, you, as in hooligans, can check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash who, W-H-O. Plus, you'll get free shipping on your first order. That's everlane.com slash who, everlane.com slash who. Hey, Who Weekly. Long time, long time. Um, I've just been listening to your episode about Lizzo and her body vibe stickers. And... I guess, like, I have a little bit of, like, weird background information about what these are (laughs) in case their FAQ page, like, wasn't really satisfying you. Um, Essentially, like, I think what these are is something that's ripped off of, like, another technique that, like, massage therapists have started using called, like, bioenergetic something, something. It, like, honestly... It's being, like, taught by, like, chiropractors around the world to massage therapists now, but it really just seems like something ripped off of, like, Reiki, (laughs) Um, if you've, like, experienced it. But this is, like, wild to me that they now have, like, gone the full way to, like, making Reiki stickers that are, like, super branded for basic white girls. And uh work. I'm definitely sending this to my massage therapist who does these uh, balancing techniques to get her thoughts. Um, I'll let you know what she says. Uh, good form, Bella Thorne. <laughs> I, heart, I heart good body vibes. I hope you guys have great body vibes around. Bye. Love you. Someone else called in, and it was a mechanical engineer being like, LOL. Right. <laughs> I read the FAQs, and it talks about like storing frequencies, and she's like, all of this is bullshit. I'm a mechanical engineer. And I can let you know that you cannot store a frequency. Materials have an inherent resonant frequency. So if you excite it or just, like, think about a tuning fork. If you hit it against something, it vibrates at its resonance frequency. So the fact that they're storing a frequency in something makes literally no sense. We suspected it. Yeah, and I like the idea. I mean, it's really genius for, like, a sticker to, like, study Reiki and be like, "Mm, I'm just going to, like, copy and paste a lot of the things that they talk about in this one practice that is, like, like pseudoscience as well, but more so kind of understood and enjoyed by people and then make, like, it into stickers, like, to kind Mm -hmm. of turn that into something that you could buy is a real scam. A real scam. But to be honest, if Body Vibes wants to do a little spawn on our show, I do want to try it. I just want to be, I want to be given, I want to, you know, we're going to be honest. That's, you know, we're honest with all of our ads. So I will say, like, if I felt something. If Icy Hot wants to do a little spawn with us, I also would be uh, for that. And I know that works. Okay, really quickly. Hi, this is Just for Bobby. Uh, First of all, welcome to Becoming a Zed Stan. We are a very welcoming group. Um, I saw on Instagram you're asking what the name for his fans are called. Um, he actually tweeted a few years ago that he doesn't want his fandom named because he doesn't put his music in a box, so he shouldn't put his fans in one either, and that everyone has their own individual name. 
So it sounds like the Zed fans' names for you would be Bobby. <laughs> All right. Have a good day. Wait, that was such a good call. As a Zed stan, I'm a Bobby. Okay, I hate that. Like, let your fans name themselves. It. What a weird <sighs> thing to say. I like, love it. It's just like my fans are this themselves. When you're trying way too hard to be woke and it's just like on like wokeness overdrive right. and then it just turns into gibberish. Like, let your friends <laughs> call themselves like the Zed heads. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you do that? Lindsay's like making hats. Zed head is the Zed funniest head. thing. Are you kidding? You think I'm wearing but like a it. dead shirt? I turn around. It's like Zed head. <laughs> but spells spelled H E D D is hilarious. Yeah, Zed duh. Head. It's Zed head. It's like the true heads of Zed, but then also dead heads, but also Zed heads. Um, someone, <laughs> a few people texted me, but one friend of ours texted me and was like, I had no idea who Zed was. And then I went and looked him up and I've heard all these songs in my workout class and I love them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was, was like, that like. Jen? Was no. that like Pauline or it was something? Emily. Who was that? It was Emily Fleischer. Oh, Emily. Hey, That's really funny. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, <clears throat> let's move on to actual questions. Maybe we'll cut this one, but who knows? Hi, Who Weekly. Long time, long time. This is not a question, but I'm calling in because I think the U.S. government might be slipping into hoodum uh, because Sarah Huckabee Sanders just announced a national emergency via the Notes app on Twitter. Um, anyway, this is a big moment for the Notes app, and um, I wonder if it might be graduating into themdom because of uh, because of this national emergency. Um, anyway, uh, hyaluronic acid, I think I said that right, mm. and ScarJo Yummy Pop for good measure, because we miss her. Okay, bye. The sign-ups are deranged. <laughs> well, one of the calls I wanted to play, I don't remember what it was, but people are still singing... <clears throat> Excuse me. People are still singing the Vox Lux song. There was a girl who was like, a girl was like, hey, this, 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 this. Here's my comment. And then there's a pause. And she's like, oh, wait. And I'm so lucky to be with you. Keeping me with the channel. Um, so if you could just like explain that, that would be really helpful. Thanks. Um, and I'm so lucky to be with you. Keeping me from my shadow. Whoa. And then she hangs up. Wow. It was very funny. I think she's sometimes like, I people call in just to like say their favorite sign off. Like they're like, oh, um. Uh, Polly Shore, who were them? And then they're like, okay, ScarJo, Yummy, Yummy Pop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they just like go, run through them. <laughs> you have to stop mentioning Polly Shore, please. Oh, I know. He it's keeps coming much. up. He keeps coming up. Lindsay found out that I haven't seen Jury Duty recently. <gasps> like, ever. Blew a lid. Ever. Like, blew a gasket. You've never seen it ever. I've never seen it. I've seen Son-in-Law many times. I've seen Encino Man many times. How I've seen have you In the Army now seen... a million times. How have you not finished your Polly Shore, like, full education like you're missing a piece of the puzzle you have this puzzle lying on your table without missing a piece for years i'm sorry i think the Polly shore puzzle is all just squares next to each other and like they're all solid white um you can't make you can't mess it up it's, it's just a, like a white thing and everything's a square okay i don't even i don't even know what this metaphor is doing for you or for me but i'm just saying you are i'm missing just saying there's there's no nuance piece. there's no dynamism to his uh personality just, or his oeuvre has Polly shore been canceled because if not i'm reclaiming him as my i don't think he's been fave. canceled i think he's just forgotten you just said my the way Anna Nicole Smith says it in that Kanye West video. My. If I ever record an album, I want this guy to produce my. Okay, stop. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, so wait, we we talked about this. We already played the golf. (laughs) Sarah Huckabee Sanders, how did we get on to Polly Shore? I was like, moving on. I was like, moving on to the next golf, Polly Shore. (laughs) The government is already a who. Are you kidding? Please look around. Are you kidding? These people using Notes app is the least of their who. We're not talking about politics, but we are talking about Sarah Huckabee Sanders announcing that that President Trump was going to Declare a national emergency on a notes app with this is I feel like the if, dot it, if it if, the if it had just been notes app I would have ignored it but the, the dot, dot the dot the dot the dot made this the dot uh, like iconic and unforgettable and truly hooey so she like put a dot I, who among us has not put a dot so when they're trying to crop <laughs> a screenshot I saw this and I was like ugh whatever like yep like the government using notes app like yep it's true they're hooey and then I saw the dot and I gasped because I well, sometimes- zoomed Zoom, 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 zoom. I was like, does my phone have a piece of dirt on it? Right. Sometimes you you think the dot is on your is on your end. Is that an Oreo crumb? What is that? Yeah. Tries no, to wash dot. it off. It's a fucking dot. <laughs> you know when you make a dot and you're like, oh, and you undo the dot. And you undo the you dot. Always make a dot. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she just not she's not paying attention, and it's like you're about to declare a national emergency. Pay attention. And then there was a fucking dot. I mean, you can tell how like sloppy this shit is. The dot. But it's definitely to answer your question. Yes, this is hooey behavior. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is a them with exclusively who tendencies. She doesn't answer questions. She puts dots under screenshots. She's like nepotism. Total. It definitely who. takes money under the table. She does <laughs> pseudo spawn. <laughs> Come on. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's all we're saying about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I, I do love this tweet from Jonatron4000, uh, okay. whose handle is Tiffany Trump Vivo. <laughs> OMG. <laughs> OMG. <laughs> OMG. She used the fucking notes app, then accidentally put a random dot on it while cropping her phone. I. <laughs> I. I. Oh, is it just an I? I. Yeah. Wait, Josh. What was that tweet you saw a couple days ago that was like I hate about this. it was about um someone being like yeah but then something about how their Twitter handle was like Olivia Coleman like punch me or something <laughs> what was it Do you know what I'm talking about <laughs> It was like there's was nothing like a, less funny than you explaining this meme, this Twitter. It was some like it was some like viral tweet where someone was like, "Oh yeah, uh, I only communicate with." It, it was just like talking about how people with tweet about serious things, but their but their handles are completely psychotic. Where it's just like gay yeah. Twitter, their handles are just like Olivia and Coleman, like sit on me or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you vaguely remember this? Yeah, but it, well, it was just the the comma the combination of like. Having a serious yeah. idea, and then it's like your Twitter handles uh, like like yeah like eat my shit from my ass yeah. like Polly Shore <laughs> yeah. Yeah. eat my shit from my ass okay Josh is only hearing one side of this oh he hates sorry it. Josh um thank you wow so Josh didn't help and you just said that full <clears throat> no but it was very it was very funny right I just it's love, like it climate is change is thing. a very important thing and the Twitter handles like Olivia Coleman eat my ass or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
Lindsay, how should we start this quip ad? We've done so many. I mean, I just cannot believe how how much better my teeth brushing has gotten since Quip. It feels like it's been the whole time, but, you know, it really improved my life. I just got a refill pack in the mail, and I'm really excited to connect the new brush head and put in the brand new battery. I mean, even even when I had a electric toothbrush, I never I never replaced the heads. Like, I just didn't do what you're supposed to do because, like, I, I don't know. I didn't know where to buy them. It was like... People don't want to Someone put in the work. gave me it. <laughs> like, you know, and now it's like because they come right to me. I'm like, oh, it's time. Quip has sensitive sonic vibrations and they prevent you from like brushing too hard. They have a built-in two-minute timer and every 30 seconds it's like beep and it like lets you know that it's time to switch aside. Um, and it has the cover that you can use as a mount and it helps you travel with it. We're going to take it on our tour and brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5 because three out of four of us use bristles that are worn, worn out and ineffective. Ugh, we love Quip for all those reasons. Um, and they are backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash who, your first refill pack will be free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash who. I just think it's really rude that you guys have not spoken about um, what is going on with Wendy Williams. Um, I mean, like, you guys have touched on it, but you guys haven't, like, really touched on it. And it's just kind of like, where is she? And do we buy that everything that's happening to her is what is being, what she is saying is happening to her? And then, like, how do you make sense of it with all the reports of, like, cheating and, like, all the other things, like, that, like apparently sources from her staff are leaking about, like, you know, her being, turning to, I don't know, drugs or other things. I don't know. Uh, like, it's kind of dark. So, I mean, I get why you guys haven't spoken about it, but it's like, okay, we want to know, like, what's going on, and we're ready to know. Thanks. Bye. Um, I'm glad you're ready to know, because I'm ready to talk about it, I think. I mean, it is really dark, and I actually, we haven't been talking about it because it's still, like, developing, and it's actually something that we talk about to each other a lot. Mm-hmm. Because we love Wendy, and we we are dev- <sighs> devout watchers of Hot Topics, Um and it's just Wendy's Wendy's a complicated figure because she has done and said some really fucked up stuff and yet she's you know one of the most like likable people in broadcast journalism you know from yeah. just a pure entertainment standpoint she has both because she herself has been doing it for so long and she surrounds herself with people who know everything she knows everything when you say real stuff you're gonna say stuff that people don't like i do not agree with like half the shit that wendy says but she does know a lot of stuff like she gets information and she 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 made her name on the radio sharing that information and kind of like trying to get to the truth behind some stuff she's a difficult person to stand but she's very easy to be fascinated by and um this most recent sort of hiccup, the, the, big, the big reason this is such a big deal is because Wendy, Wendy Williams has, um, beyond everything else we know about, like, her personality and, and things that she said, she has, like, a very insane work ethic. She always goes to work. She's... Yeah, she takes Always that car the, in the morning she, she from New Jersey the the with her husband, and they, they. There's a huge. This is she like a huge thing work. that she talks about, like every yes. all the time. It's like I get in the car in the morning. Her routine, this routine so that she her, has. This sort of began, I would say. 
it began with her fainting as the Statue of Liberty. Right. Right? Like, things were like, oh, something's up with her health. And then she was like, she went on television to explain what happened. And it was like, oh, it was, you know, dehydration. It was stress. It was overheating. It was Graves' disease. And then she got better. She was gone for a few days. Now she's she was back. Then she, most recently took this extended leave of absence and they've had like, oh, a panel is going to fill in for this week. But then she came back. Then it's just been new co-hosts pretty much every day or is it every week? How was it working? It was like one a week, I would say. And it was like Sherry Shepard and Jerry O'Connell and Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport. I mean, it was funny. They chose, somehow they chose like this weird, like, group perfect friends of wendy but friends like of wendy of and also people perfect, who are good at it yeah like everyone really had nick cannon everyone really was like had their own vibe but it was like very in the style of wendy and of course radar released these kind of really shady reports that everyone at wendy's so happy she's not there they're you know so stress-free they're really enjoying their jobs finally they're but you know mm-hmm. i have heard that like Kevin, her husband, is, like, really tough and, like, not a nice person and, like, puts a lot of pressure on everyone and doesn't let anyone talk to her and, like, it's this whole thing. um, He's like this wall between the rest of the staff and her. So Um, so it's all leaking that, like, Wendy – that everyone's having the best time without Wendy and Kevin there. And also we didn't even get into this. So the other drama with Wendy is also because of her husband. So this guy who is, like, very deeply involved in her career is her manager, controls so much about her personal life, is also allegedly having an affair with this other woman and, like, has a kid with her right. and, like, just lives down the well, street. Well, we talked and about Wendy... this. The Daily Mail kind of, like, blew this up when they found the mailbox with his name that she was living in. So they were, like, kind of living together separately from Wendy or he was living in two places with Wendy mm-hmm. and with the mistress. And actually this all started with reports that the mistress was pregnant and yeah. it sent Wendy into like a little bit of a tailspin and she was already not like having a little bit of illness issues and this this new and emotional drama, drama and so son. yeah so, there so was, really this yeah. whole what's happening now is sort of a culmination or it appears to be a culmination of like every single kind of like professional and personal drama you could possibly have so it's like her husband's own cheating allegations her son's whatever the problems is her actual physical illness yeah. Um, and then just exhaustion, you right. know, like she's been doing this hard for so long and it's finally taken a toll thanks to that and all these other things. And so that's the reason this is notable because she's always there and now suddenly she's not. It just, and yeah. This other, this other radar report says that now staff, so it's like one story that you put in is like, yeah, staff is happy because she's not there and like she is oh. maybe a nightmare to work with. And other people are like, we don't know if our jobs are secure. Right. They're pissed because... Like, will she ever come back? They're pissed because the show could just be one day fully canceled, which mm-hmm. seems like it might happen. I mean, they're the about, about to roll into reruns, which is like, uh-huh. if you know rare, Wendy, rare. that's like the not the point. Reruns yeah. are not the point. Yeah. And also, Wendy also... What, didn't she just get some crazy renewal last year or something? Like, I'm on through yeah. you know, 20, 2080, I mean, if, you know? If Wendy know if Wendy knows anything, she knows that her being on TV is really important to her career, and so mm-hmm. that's why I feel like this is not just being canceled out- outright because Wendy and probably her husband refuse to officially like give up the show. Mm-hmm. They're right. gonna like continue. They're gonna push it, push it, push it, push Find it. Find a way to stretch it out because this was probably one of the most reliable 
Jobs to land in yes. d- daytime television 100%. because it just consistently had good ratings and it would it would get these renewals years long renewals where if you had this job you felt secure for a number and of she years. Still got celebrities to come be on the show. I mean, she could say whatever she, she celebrities wanted. who didn't even like her come on and be like, yeah, yeah, I'm here. When like, Rita went like on me. Wendy, when he was Rita. like iconic. She was like, yeah, I'm, I've never known who you are. Basically, like Rita's like, I don't care. I mean, it just shows how. The way the Wendy's delivery, the way that she talks about people, she says it real and she somehow says it with such honesty that you can't really falter for it. I mean, that has been always her strongest suit. And I feel really bad because I feel like whatever's happening to her is it just sucks. Like, it seems like it really fucking sucks. Like, I mm-hmm. I feel for no matter, you know, however my feelings on what Wendy said in her career or whatever, like as a person, I feel for this person who's clearly like not feeling well and has a husband who's like seemingly a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Seemingly a huge piece of shit. So right. that's what's going on with Wendy. And that's kind of the reason we haven't been talking about it because it sucks. It sucks for countless reasons. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Um, long time, long time. There's this meme going around right now or whatever. I don't even know if it's a meme. It's just like this thing. It's a type in... Rihanna and your birthday and see what outfit you wear because, you know, Rihanna gets all that good paparazzi coverage of the outfit she's wearing. And I automatically thought, wow, we could do this with Rita Ora too because, of course, they photographed Rita Ora every single day um, because she's walking the runway every day on the city streets. Um, yeah, and it works for Rita too. So, yeah, they should make it a Rita, not a Rihanna meme. All right, good form, Bella Thorne. Um, and brains. Bye. Um, we are reclaiming this meme. Uh, we're taking it away from Rihanna and we're bringing it back to R- Rita, who has arguably, arguably, have more photographs, more options, more outfits yeah. than Rihanna. You know, and also Rihanna's I would a little, say a little um, more elusive. Rita's probably the opposite in that many of her looks are, as opposed to being uh, fully iconic, they are. Not quite iconic. Fully deranged? They're, they're not quite iconic. <laughs> they're, not, they're not quite iconic. I posted Bobby and my outfits on Instagram the other day. I didn't use this one, Bob. This one has a dog in it. That one, that one, but I like that outfit, though. Yeah, I like it, too. That little tiny I, bag. <laughs> I need yeah, from it's really good. Remember when, remember when tiny bags are really a thing? Oh, yeah, I'll never forget. Big hat, tiny bag. And mine is also pretty iconic. Um, it's the one where she looks like Riff Raff. But anyways, post your Rita Ora birthday, and we'll share it on our social. Let's do some Who Were Them. Is Julia Stiles a who or a them? God, we disrespected Julia Stiles last week by ending right before her. So let's begin with her, Julia Stiles. Who are them? One, two, three, them. Them. You're yawning during Julia Stiles? <laughs> Wait, I think she could be a who. Not to you and I because we were uh, we were coming of age in her, like, the movies that she did that were the most popular. I'm just trying to think of it from a broader perspective. She's in some, like, YouTube show, I think. Okay. Blue, the web series broadcast on television. She was oh, playing. Oh, I guess maybe it's on television. Last time I heard from her, she was playing a, like a sex worker or like a. No, yeah, in that show Blue. Yeah. There's 40 episodes of it, but I think it's. 40? Um, 40, yeah, because it was 2012 to 2015. There are 40 Jeez. episodes. It was on Hulu, Fox.com, and the website Wigs. Remember that website Wigs? I feel no. like we made fun of that back in like 2012. Wigs. 
Um, Blue, Julia Stiles, is a mother with a secret life as a sex worker. She'll do anything to keep it from her son, Josh, but her past has other plans. Remember when she, like, dumped on um, the cafeteria at Columbia, the cafeteria workers, when she was on... uh, (laughs) Like David Letterman or something. No, and then, I like, don't Everyone in Columbia this. got mad at her. I I like this is like a Dan D'Addario story. He's obsessed with that. There was like a mini controversy when she was a, st- a student at Columbia because she was on Letterman or Leno or some late night show and she made fun of the cafeteria. And then the students were like, she's classist. Like she's shitting on the cafeteria workers. Like how dare this Hollywood girl like shit on our fine cafeteria workers. And then she had to write a letter for the Columbia newspaper or something being like, as a celebrity, like, no, (laughs) you have pre-interviews and blah, 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 blah. And this is one of the things she didn't know. It's about school. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, she didn't Um, know it's because this was pre notes app. So who are them though? Who are them? I think of them. I'll say who just to make it, you know, just to make it. Okay, whatever you say. Next up. I didn't change your mind, I guess. Is Shailene Woodley a them? That's the question? No. <laughs> no. Do we have to count down? One, two, three, who? who? I think she was like, could be, a, she was hitting them. Like she was she like. Was cuspy? Like she was cuspy. And now it seems like she might be doing a different doing a different direction also her well, name is really hard to remember sometimes also tbd bit the lies part duh so right maybe maybe she is a them though i don't know like cast of big little lies is it like all thems and then like zoe kravitz and Z- and no, shailene I think woodley it, i mean at it's this point thems. zoe kravitz is more famous than shailene woodley that's i'd true. say that's true that's true that's true and she has name recognition because she has a last name mm-hmm. um is but brie is brie larson a them and shailene's a who Brie Larson. Oh, God. That's like the hardest one. Brie Larson is maybe the toughest question you could possibly ask me. I think so, too. I don't know that there's a harder celebrity to nail down than Brie Larson. It's true. Like, she's about to star in her own Marvel movie, and I'm still like, Brie Larson? Maybe that's what we should call people who we can't tell. They're Brie Larsons. They're Larsons. They're Larsons. They're BLs. Stop shortening it. Just call them Brie Larsons. We don't need to call them BLs. BLs. Sounds like too close to BM, actually. Yeah, really um, close to BM. Okay, so <laughs> she's up. a Brie Larson. Hi, Who Weekly. Uh, second time, really long time, I think. Maybe third. Um, Richard Kind. Who or them? That's it. Love you. Hyaluronic acid. Come on. One, two, three. Who? who? Get out of here. Richard Kind. <laughs> Give them. me a character actor and what ask What planet are them. you from? Richard Kind is so... Okay, keep going. Hi, you weekly. Is Guy Ritchie who are them? Thanks. One, two, three. Them? them? Yeah. He's one of the them directors. Yeah, but just also like, a... like Madonna. Like he has like... he His name is just like... It's very potent. Natasha Leone, Who are them? Gotta get up. Gotta get up. One, two, three. Who? Who? I, why are we having such a hard time today? I feel like she... Because we've we've been doing this for so many weeks now that, like, we've done all the easy ones. So she's a character actress. At yeah, who's... character actress. I think by our rules, she's a who. Right, but I think, like, Russian Doll, obviously, like, a big starring role. Like, not a character actress, but she's doing a very specific character. You're going to have a lot of people looking up who she is, especially with Netflix. Like, I feel like that show is getting pretty well watched. You know, by a yeah, lot of people assume. that would not have encountered her aside from Orange is the New Black, but maybe like didn't pay attention because that that ensemble is so huge. 
you know? I would assume, but I feel like even at this point in at this point in your career, whenever you are on a show that is like presumably such a big hit, it takes like the next thing. Like we need we need proof this that she's breakout. in that. And I think that requires like yeah. will she Will her next role be a big deal? Like, will people know who well, she is in like six months? There's and also going to be a season mm-hmm. two, so it's like she's going to be on this for like a little while. It's not going to. Oh, is be... there confirmed a season two? Pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know if it's like oh. confirmed, but they want to make three seasons. Oh. They want. They say they, oh, they want to make seasons. three. Yeah. Why can't things end? Ugh. Okay. <laughs> I just want one season. Like it ended so well. I don't need any more. I know. It's like... Next up. Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. So Bobby Flynn, Guys Yeti, who are them? Thank you. Love you. Bye. They are the same answer. So let's answer them, answer them at the same time. One, two, three. Them. them. Yeah. I mean. Getting chef thems. Yeah. Gross. Chef thems. Sorry. Is John Malkovich a who or a them? One, on. two, three. Them. them. The movie alone. <sighs> Being. There's John no going back. Malkovich. There's no going back once that's the movie. I mean, he's great. Love him. Hey, Adam Devine. Who are them? All right. Bye. It's done silence. One, two, three. Who? 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 Love him. Who? Comedic sidekick. Still a who. He's comedic. He's romantic lead. And isn't it romantic? He's not romantic lead. He's the lead. He's literally the romantic lead, and it isn't romantic. I saw oh, it. Then maybe he is a them. Um, but no, he's a who. <laughs> okay. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. I'm just calling because I'm wondering if Padma Lakshmi is a who or a them. Uh, good form, Bella Thorne. One, two, three. Them? them? Yeah. Yeah. I think so yeah. at this point. Close. I mean, I think she's like, I feel like you could make a case for her being a who, but I feel like like my parents probably know. Yeah, is. and they also would at least be she's, like, oh, Padma. She gets, she gets the, uh, she's the mononymous sort of thing. Like, what Padma. are the other super famous like Padmas in America? Right. Like, probably not that many. Well, sometimes um, your name works against you. Sometimes your name works for you. That's true. And then also, I feel like she is, she's like hooey in terms of like her behavior can be like a little mm-hmm. bit like she's like funny, but and yeah, that could yeah. be misconstrued as hooey, but actually she's like super relatable and people really like her. Mm-hmm. She was married to Salman Rushdie. <laughs> She's got a Chrissy then, Teigen vibe going on. She does kind of have a Chrissy Teigen vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite, I can't even tell the story, but one of my favorite secondhand celebrity stories that I've ever heard is about Padma Lakshmi. Maybe I'll tell it on the Patreon. You can't tell it? Maybe I'll tell it on the Patreon. Oh, okay. No, it's a little, it's, <laughs> it's something that she said that's really funny. Okay, um, you'll tell it on the Patreon. I'll tell it on the Patreon. Hi, is Don Cheadle a uh, who or a them? And can you be a who and host Saturday Night Live? Thanks. Bye. One, two, three. Them. Yeah. Get out them. of here. He hosted SNL. So this person also asked, like, do you have to be a them to host SNL? And I no. think nine times out of ten, yes. But there are exceptions. I mean, SNL would love it if you were a them. But I, there are exceptions. Yeah. Halsey like is Halsey still a hosted. who. <laughs> She's still a who. Very she recent history. <laughs> Yeah. Could it potentially make you a them? Could I still I think claim that's rare? I still think Aquafina's a who she hosted. Yeah, my Us Weekly newsletter just came in, and the headline, the top story is inside Jennifer Aniston and ex John Mayer's private hangouts. No, thank you. <laughs> With that, we are done. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Support us on patreoncom weekly. I think the Patreon episode drops tomorrow, probably, um, same time as right now. <laughs> newsletter per usual. 
buy tickets to our show, uh, whoweekly.us slash live. We can't wait to see you all and um, support our sponsors. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, Goodbye. Wouldn't you we'll wanna, see you. Wouldn't you want to come see the, the podcast that Nate Silver calls cool? <laughs> cool. I know I would. <laughs> so we will see you on Tuesday. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. Hi, my gay boys. First time, medium time. I was just wondering. The narrator and house hunters. Who are them?